Hey, what's happening? This is the UK Cubs podcast, uh, bringing you all the Cubs news from two guys from the UK. Uh, my name's Chris. And I'm Neil. And um, Neil, have you enjoyed your week of Cubs baseball? Absolutely buzzing. Absolutely loved it. Do not want to know what your electricity bill will be. That blue light, that blue W being lit for the entire week. So the thing with the blue W is, and I am taking part of the credit for this, I haven't been lighting it oh. since the uh, trade deadline was approaching. I've not been lighting it. I didn't light it in a couple of series before oh, the All-Star okay. break. Okay. I haven't been lighting it since. And uh, they've been on a good run, so I think until the trade deadline's completely over, it's going to stay firmly <laughs> off. Not that we're superstitious. Not that we're a superstitious bunch. At all. No, I think we are. I think we're like the most superstitious bunch of the lot. It's like, you're not allowed to watch this game because of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Turning off, we've got a couple of innings left. Turning off, we can still win. Now we're very superstitious. But yeah, what a week. What a week. What a crazy, crazy week of baseball. I obviously set the target, I set them, of the hat to win that series against the uh, Nationals. Uh, they had to win that series against the Cardinals. They had to win that series against the White Sox, which we'll get into. Yeah, and then I said they have to win this next series against the Cardinals, and we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> obviously, everyone who's listening knows what's happened, but you know there might be someone that doesn't, so we want to keep the suspense going. Okay. So uh, f- first up, um, White Sox. Um, yeah, game number one, um, seven three win for the Cubs. Cubs out hitting the White Sox uh, thirteen to five. Um, did you watch this game? I watched them all. I've watched. All I, I've watched all of them this week. Um, it's amazing. Wow. It's, it's amazing how easy it is to watch the Cubs when we're when we're winning. But anyway, it's easier to kind of stay up and watch these games when you're um, when you're winning. I thought the uh, the first game against the White Sox, uh, Kyle pitched. Quite well. I was quite. I was quite pleased. Uh, maybe left him in just a bit too long. Uh, as we got, I noticed it was kind of like the, the batters were coming around the third time that they were kind of uh, getting to see him, and I think it was maybe should have kind of switched it up a wee bit there. But I'm picking holes. I mean, it was kind of uh, you know, lighter junior uh, came in and did what he what he did, and a seven three win. So. I, Really got much, uh, you know. Fulmer uh, came into close, and I thought, just it's going to be fine. Couldn't get it done, and then Adbert, our king, uh, or my new king, uh, comes in and gets the job done. We, it was a really nasty final pitch. I loved it. Yeah, uh, three strikeouts with two guys on base. Um, so he's come in and he's got a horrible job to do there. Yep. Um, this one wasn't as simple as the scoreline suggests. Um, no. Uh, four RBI night, RBI night for uh, Dansby. Uh, home run, four RBIs. Nico Holmes as well. Uh, obviously, the situation with the uh, bases loaded for the um, the White Sox. Um, Saya, Saya catch. Uh, Saya, yeah, yeah. Saya robbed them of that. That would have made it um, seven five. Uh, that could have completely. That well, probably would have completely changed the course of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, great catch. Uh, weird one because it looked like you were going to catch it all the way. I didn't think it was going out until the very end, and then his gloves gone over the wall and it's landed in it. Um, yeah, great catch, and then gets the throw in. I think did, did they still score? Still score one, don't they, on that play? 
but it's yeah, but... one's better than four, which <laughs> yeah. gets them right back in it. So yeah, very exciting um, start uh, to this series with the uh, with obviously the Robin, the Grand Slam. That's a great play, and then Abbott coming in uh, when danger's lurking and striking out free. But yeah, he did look absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Uh, all... That's probably the best he's looked. Yeah, there was, there was also uh, the kind of two home runs from Dansby. And it's kind of yeah. been nice to have him back. It's kind of like gave us a bit of a shot in the arm. Uh, yeah, so gonna... seven wins and eight with uh, Dansby back. Yeah. So I'm not saying that... I'm just going to put this out there now. We're fully aware of the quality of the opposition over these last couple of weeks. We're fully aware. So we're not going to get too over the top. And we'll see where we go from here. Um. Game two, uh, this was another absolutely ridiculous game, uh, which is why we're not going over the top, because these games were not not simple, yeah. not simple games at all. So, yeah, Strowman really poor, really, really poor. Um, was it seven? Seven earned. He didn't even get through four, oh, no, was, four yeah. innings. Uh, the, the bullpen have come in and completely shut him down. And the Cubs offense has really bailed him out with a six run fifth. But that's the uh, biggest comeback the Cubs have ever had against the, the White Sox. Uh and I said it's not it's not been simple and this was not a simple series at all. Um but this was really exciting and um what did you think? I say it pretty much every episode, but you know that I'm a Strowman guy. But I was super super disappointed. I've been disappointed in his last few starts to be honest, but um but it, it seemed like it was going to take him forever to get those first three outs. Like I, I don't know how many pitches I, I I've not got the the stats down here, but it seemed like it was taking forever. Um, and obviously we're two down, uh, kind of early doors, and then it just uh, it just started to kind of unravel. Like and uh, as you say, it was although it's a win, it wasn't it wasn't pretty, and it did take a huge. Um, a huge, huge comeback, uh, which is always nice to see. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like I would would have preferred to have uh, not been quite as on the the edge of our seats um, for it. Yeah. But but again, Adbert coming in <laughs> second night on the trot, and yeah. he closes out the game and does it. Bullpen, uh, bullpen really saved oh, Strowman. There. Absolutely. Um, like uh, yeah, for him to not even go four innings in the bullpen to then come in and completely shut him down. Um, I mean, I'm I'm I've, I'm kind of wondering with Strowman, like, has it been in the back of his head? I'm getting traded here, and has that been kind of playing in his in his mind? I don't know. It's kind of it just seems weird. I know that you seem to think it's. Uh, the whole London thing uh, that's yeah, going to knock them off. Don't mess. You don't mess with the rotation. I said it. You don't mess with the rotation. Mm. The mess with the rotation, and he's been off the boil since. Yeah. And uh, I, if there was ever going to be something that can derail a season, it's uh, moving people about so someone else can start in it in one on one off game. It was stupid. And as as he you see even he hasn't has he? He's not been good since like no, at all. No. Maybe he's had one all right start, but it weren't. What we're expecting. Um, he goes again tonight. Hopefully, it's a bit better. But this was really bad. This was really, really bad for him. And if the if it wasn't the White Sox who were a complete disaster, we'd have lost that game. Yep, absolutely. We'd have lost that. Absolutely. 
but we won, but we didn't, and we won, yeah. we won both of them and won the series. Moving on. Um, job done on the next one. Uh, Cardinals again. Uh, that this is it. This was the this was the end of us in the Cardinals for this season, which is really strange because it's not even August yet. But uh, this ended the uh, season series and. Um, Game one started off. This is the strangest start to a game I've ever seen in my life, and and this this incident before even half an inning was over is now it's cost the Cardinals the game. It's completely cost them the game. Um, so Hap, we all know he's got quite a long backswing on his bat. If anyone should know this, it should be Wilson, but for some reason Wilson's a little bit too close. And yeah, gets hit. Uh, complete accident. There's absolutely no way that Ian's done that on purpose. Like Ian and Wilson are probably still friends. Um, yeah, but um, Miles Michaelis didn't see it that way. <laughs> absolute fool. I mean, I, I mean to be honest, I was kind of like we're aware of the, the the kind of the the backswing of the bat, but it just shows you just how 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 that must affect you know the blood that was coming out of. Contrast. It's kind of like you're obviously watching it in slow motion, and you're thinking, hardly touches him. But, yeah, but I think it's the mask. But it's like pro- I think it's his mask. It's like, is pro- pro- it's like properly hit. It's like oh wow, yeah. okay. But but, Nicholas, what was he doing, man? Like like the the first one, you go right, fair enough. He's just yeah. It's, it's you've, that, you've you've, it's that you've kind shown of, him there. Yeah, you've shown him. Yeah, it's like, yeah he, he's learned. He's not going to do it again. To then just throw it right at him. It was like what? Right at his ass. Oh, right in the ass. Hap, Hap, Hap knew it was coming though. Hap knew it was coming. It was absolutely hilarious. He just like sort of just sort of took it and then kind of moved. But what a, what a start to the game! It was like, oh wow, what a moron, absolute moron. Yeah. So um, Michaelis gets thrown out. Tries to plead his case. He's hit him in the ass. Yeah, uh, yeah, you did hit him in the ass, but you threw it straight at his head the first time, and you missed. Like absolute idiot. Uh, so he's out the game. Then decide to start on the Cubs bench, which have got like no interest in it whatsoever. They're all just laughing at him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Cubs then go to pick up three runs in the first, and it was just aye. Yeah, they're at a terrible Cardinals bullpen before the first innings even over, like two outs in the game, and yeah, it's just for a veteran guy like Miles Michaelis who's been terrible all season as well. Yeah. For him to go and cost his team like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think it's kind of like it's not not just cost the game. I mean I think that that, that was the the nail in the coffin for the Cardinals for the season. I think that that's them you know we obviously helped over the next few games to 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 really kind of nail that but um but he has he's really let them down and it's just absolute moron and I mean the, the what I liked about the Talkman home run was that there was absolutely no effort from the outfielder to even catch that uh, yeah. and it was like Suzuki would have got it so, <laughs> so Jordan Walker he's terrible him he's not a, he's not an outfielder like he must have jumped about three inches but if it, you know he's like six foot six man alive he's like he's, he's not a, he's not a short lad but yeah the Talkman home run and it literally just barely gets out. But if he jumps even slightly, yep. it, it catches that easily. Uh, as someone else is going to prove the the following night. But we've, uh, we'll get on to that later. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, there's not much else to really talk. Like Cubs go on uh, absolutely wallop, absolutely wallop them. Um, but yeah, I mean uh, Justin Steele, another another quality start. Um, yeah, this is his fourth you, fourth you win of the him, season against the Cardinals. So yeah, um, yeah, you give Justin Steele three runs to work with Verley. He's a guy that uh, he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up long balls. So it's more often than not, it's going to take you. Good two or three hits to score a run off him, so you give him three runs to work with, you're pretty much screwed. It's plain sailing because that Cardinals bullpen's absolutely awful. Uh, yeah, Tottenham in the home run. Uh, Jan Gomes has a uh, three RBI night. Uh, Morel, two RBI night, and the Cubs score 10 on 14 hits. Um, easy game. Uh, the rest of this series. Um, so we got on a game two, which I think will be known as the Mike Topman game, um, and this one's going to be one we'll be talking about for years. Probably people will be talking about this long after we're gone as well. Um, so David Ross goes with the the opener again. Um, bit strange this because the Cardinals score two runs, and it's off the um, the lead off hitter against. At opener and then smiling. So, yeah, it's really strange. Wesneski comes back uh, to open this game, pitches two innings. Uh, but Newt Bar gets a home run off him off the first hit. Um, smiley comes in afterwards. First batter Smiley sees it's Newt Bar again and he hits another homer. I'm absolutely sick of Lars Newt Bar. I don't know about <laughs> you, but um, I think the stat is half of his home runs have come against the Cubs. It's unbelievable. It's that kind of like, it just seems to love hitting against us. It's like that sort of, you can have a hit, you have a hit, you have it every time he comes up against us. It's unbelievable. I was that guy for the uh, the Brewers, what was his name? Gamble or something like that. Wasn't <laughs> he exactly the same? Like, he was absolutely terrible like, against anyone but the Cubs. Plays the Cubs, it's just triple <laughs> home run. We're making him look good, <laughs> yeah. man. But yeah, we complained a lot about Drew Smiley last week, but he was absolutely superb after giving up that home run. Um, shut him down completely. Uh, Cubs offense, not particularly great. Uh, wisdom home run. A big hit from Mancini, which is absolutely lovely to see to give us the lead. Uh, but the Cubs waste chances in the 8th and the ninth with um, men, two men on. And the, the score nothing, and they really needed some insurance because uh, as good as Abbott is, he's not always going to be as good as he is, and he wasn't in that game at all. Uh, really struggled when he came in. Uh, big double play uh, from Dan, Dansby, Nico, and Belly, and then Tockman, who's come in to pinch it, has found himself in centre where he always is uh, with simply. It's a play of the year. It's probably it's the biggest regular season player the Cubs have had since uh, the David Bortie Grand Slam. It's as excited as I've been as a Cubs fan for a long time. Uh, it, that that poor chap who <laughs> who uh, who the ump screwed over. I, I've forgotten his name. Yeah, they screwed him over last week, and he weren't happy and got tossed out. But this one, he hits hits a, a drive. It just looks like Tockman's got it. But it just keeps drifting and drifting. And then Tockman jumps up and collides with the wall. Uh, I thought it had gone into his glove and it spilled out at first. But then he's uh, it's it's in his glove. It's an absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous play. Which has completely saved the, the Cubs in this game. 
because uh, that would have been a two-run homer and that would have been an absolute gut punch because the Cardinals weren't in this game at all and it never felt like the Cardinals were going to be in this game. And to think that they were that close to winning is absolutely insane. Yeah, um, yeah brilliant catch, uh, collides with the wall. Uh, his glove also collides with the fake grass they've got there. So I don't know how he's managed to keep the ball in his glove. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what what a moment. And that's that that absolute pinnacle moment in this season because um, what's coming up this week could be completely different if he doesn't make that play. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that uh, it was at that point where I started to, to really kind of believe that we have a... And I know that, like we spoke earlier, we're not getting carried away. We're aware of the teams that we're playing. But this was the kind of, that was the moment I thought, this is it. This is it. We've got a chance now to kind of actually do something here. And we got ourselves within, you know, we've cut the, the amount of games that were behind in terms of just the division and then in the wild card. And it's like, these are the kind of games that you, you'll look back and go, that was, that was important. That mattered. And the fact that it was Mike Talkman who, uh, who just was it last week, the week before we were kind of saying, you know, he's been doing all of these things and nobody talks about him and we've started to talk about him and then he goes and does that and this is the Mike Talkman game and he'll be spoken about well after we've stopped recording podcasts and <laughs> and uh, and being around and to as you say, it would have been an absolute travesty if if they had won that game. And I don't know a strong wrist to be able to keep that in the glove, um, but absolutely awesome and uh, showing unreal effort to to kind of get to that and and to 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 haul it in uh, completely opposite to, uh, <laughs> to, to 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 Walker, where it's like two <laughs> an inch an inch off the ground to kind of jump for something, but, uh, but pathetic, yeah, absolutely pathetic, <laughs> but but obviously uh, Talkman. Uh, Unbelievable, unbelievable, and another Cubs win, and that was like seven in a row. Yeah, the thing on Tuckman is uh, he's not going to win any awards. I think I've said this before, he's not going to win any awards, but he's a solid, solid player that keeps coming up clutch for us. Mm-hmm. A lot like uh, Ben Zobrist. Mm. I mean, I know we had <laughs> Frank Schwindel like, a couple of years ago, he was similar. But it never felt like anything he did was intentional. It always just felt like it were funny. Just this funny, clumsy guy at first base that kept making these plays that just kept working out for him. But with Mike Talkman, it's just full-on skill, and he means what he's doing. Yeah. And what a, what a guy to have on the team. Um, well, he's keeping Bellinger out of centre field someday, so you know, you know he's good. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, like as you say, so we can't have like superstars all over the field. And if you've got people who are the, the workhorses and just get on with it and get stuff done, you need those guys and, and he's definitely one of them and and yeah. If we go if we go in the postseason, he's a guy you want in this team, someone who just comes up clutch time and time again. Absolutely. Like you can trust Mike Tockman. It's almost at this point now where if the Cubs need something and it's Mike Tockman that's up, you're expecting it now. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. On to game three, um Again, this one isn't as simple as the scoreline suggests. Um, 5-1 win to the Cubs. Um, Jameson Tyon, it's um, a quality start, but he had far too many walks in this game. Mm. Uh, he actually walked the bases loaded and uh, managed to get out of it with no runs, which just shows the quality of the opposition, to be honest with you. 
that should never ever happen because usually um, one walk will hurt you, but three of them absolutely nothing. Um, it's a really strange one for Jameson. This one. Um, do you have any, any thoughts on this one? Well, first of all, I thought um, obviously there's a massive rain delay, and it was like, oh, is this game even going to happen? And once it did, um, I, first off, I thought that Wainwright was uh, was lucky. Uh, at times, he he got super lucky um, uh, on on their side. Um, a lot of pitches that were that were definitely hittable that we just left, um, and it was a bit frustrating. But anyway, uh, I, I, very rarely will you see three straight batters getting walked, and that was the kind of that that was the I was like, oh man, what is going on here? Uh, and obviously, we managed to get out of it. Uh, it was Hap that got the catch, but. Um, yeah, I just kind of felt that it's it's one of those games where like a five-one win, and I'm not sure that we looked massively ahead of them in terms of the game. I don't think it was a great game for from from our point of view, just as much as they're poor. <laughs> um, in terms of pitching, you know, Tyon. Other than that, kind of you know, he did kind of struggle a bit, but there was other bits where he kind of he, he looked back to his kind of his good self uh there's a kind of one two three inning uh and yeah i, I suppose there's kind of like palencia coming in closing out but uh yeah i don't know we, we win eight on eight on the trot but it's yeah. uh, it's kind of uh nothing really kind of massively standing out for me uh, the key thing is um uh, jameson got away with it I think Jameson a month ago doesn't get away with it. I yeah, think Jameson probably. a month ago gets completely blown out in this game. Um, on the win, right? Uh, Ian Happ gives him a nice farewell gift um, of uh, another <laughs> home run off him. Uh, yeah, Ian's gonna miss him. I think. I think Ian will miss him. As uh, that's the last time we'll ever face Wayne, right? It's gonna be really weird. Yep. Didn't they say that was what was it? Fifty games he's played against us. It just seems like he's a wow. a fixture. Uh, yeah. So yeah. That's it, yeah, Hap Homer's off him. Uh, Jan Gorms hits a homer to a similar place where the one Tonkman stole went to, and to be fair, uh, that was almost stolen away from Gorms, but it wasn't, it was a little bit too high, so completely missed the glove. But yeah, that's um, eight in a row for the Cubs. Uh, that's the longest win streak since 2016. And Tonkman got a double that got Madrigal in for the... For the fifth run, so there's he did. Talkman again. He's just getting getting stuff done, like getting stuff done. And we haven't talked about Nick Madrigal because uh, thank God he's back at third base because he's been with two games in. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely uh, so good. Just uh, feel so comfortable with him there, much more comfortable than we do with uh, Wisdom. Uh, yeah, he's got no right to be that good at first base, but he just is. That like, he doesn't look <laughs> like he should be there. And it just looks strange. Uh, I was a bit worried that um, he might struggle because um, he has come back from a lot of injuries and struggled. Yeah. I was really worried that he was going to struggle, but he just seems to have come back in and just continued where he left off, uh, which is exactly what uh, we need going forward in uh, this stretch. And hopefully he might be our third base issue completely solved. Um, yeah, really nice to have Nick back. Yep. Um, but you could do absolutely nothing about game four, no. which I haven't really got that much to talk about on it. Um, Kyle struggled early, uh, allowed three runs, still ended up with a quality start, still a game the Cubs could have won, but the offence just couldn't get the ball up and down. 
It was um, just ground out some pop ups. Just disappointing and free. 3-0 Cardinals, but we can't really complain too much because the Cubs got away with a hell of a lot for the rest of the week, so yeah. we can't really sit here and start whinging on uh, no. blaming people. No, I mean, I mean, Matt's was was dealing on the on the mound. It was awesome. And as you say, we were kind of like, didn't really get anything going with the bats and kind of, there was a, it was an amazing throw uh, from Arenado uh, to get Gomes out. It was just like, yeah, it was just a uh, one, oh, one way he's on his knees. Oh, unbelievable! And it's just like, yeah. yeah, I think I let out an audible for God's sake when that <laughs> happened because I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, uh, no. Like, no way. But I mean, as you say, there's times where we kind of rode our luck a wee bit uh, this week, but so we can't really complain. Um, Hendricks, it, it, you know, early doors, you know, I quality start after that, but it just seemed like it was kind of like that whole thing of you can have a hit you have a hit you have a hit if you gave up too many hits um, and it just looked like everything was just touching the bat every time <laughs> but uh, aye, yeah. nothing really more to say it was a 3-0 loss uh, it's never nice to see zero uh, in the in the run column but they come they, they happen from now and now and again uh, and I'd um, rather have it happen um, last night rather than happen tonight Uh because yep. we just needed to win the series. Yeah, yeah. Sweeping it would have been nice. It would have been a bonus. It would have been an extra game made up. But we just needed to win the series, and then we just need yeah, just win the next one. That was actually Matt's. Uh, he got the the win over us in the previous Cardinal series as well. So he's been a thorn in our side. I think he's had two wins this year, and they both come against us. So there you go. Yeah. Sometimes people just have you. And it felt like he just had his last last night. It was yeah, 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 a big load of nothing. Yep. Um, yeah. Overall, that's about as good a week as you could ever hope for. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to, what a week of baseball. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, like I was saying earlier, before this week, we knew that it was going to be a big week, and then leading into what we're going to come into, uh, you know, this week, um, and it was kind of like. I know that you and some others were confident that that we would we would get the job done and, and that this is going to be a, a decent season. Uh, I, I still wasn't convinced, um, but this this week has kind of uh, changed my mind. I'm definitely on the happy train. I'm kind of I'm on the happy train now to uh, World Series. There was no excuses this week. It were a week oh. where the opposition we should have beat them. If we're even an average team, we should be beating them. If if we if we didn't, we would have absolutely deserved to be sellers. <laughs> and this this next series will show if we have improved or if we are there or not. Mm-hmm. Um, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, obviously the Cubs have said that um, Cody Bellinger's off the trade market. Um, he is the only one they've said's off the trade market. I believe actually, I believe that's wrong because I think they said that Hendricks was untradeable and Gomes was also untradeable. Um, so there's still a, um, the off chance that Strowman might might disappear. Well, over the next twenty four hours, we'll sit. We'll know. We'll know tonight because he won't be pitching if there's any chance. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I don't think that he's. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I, I, it's just weird. I mean, when it comes to the kind of when it comes to the kind of trade 
deadline. I kind of look at it, and this year I'm a bit confused as to to what end would be, you know, would would be trading Strowman. Like, what what would what would be the benefit of that? What what could we bring in that would kind of make us better? I'm not sure. I, I think that sometimes we get a bit hyped up with we need to we need to bring in new faces. We need to bring in new faces, but I'm not really quite sure that that we're at that point. I, I'm quite happy with what we've got, and if everybody can be fighting fit, I mean, I would quite like to see. I don't know some extra pitching brought in. Certainly, kind of late, <laughs> late game lefty pitching would be nice. Um, a, a bat, uh, bringing in another bat. But in terms of like, what what could we actually get in return that would actually help us right now? And I'm kind of a bit like I look around and I'm not really sure because we could have a wish list of a whole bunch of players that that we would want in. Yeah. But ultimately the team that you're wanting them from, they have to kind of agree to it. And then you go, well, what are you having to give up at this point? And I don't know if we kind of maybe shot ourselves in the foot a wee bit with Bellinger. We maybe shouldn't have revealed uh, our hand too soon in terms of saying he's off the he's off the market. We might as well have at least listened to what teams might have offered us. Um, but whether it's to kind of, whether it's to p- pave the way for uh, keeping them uh, next year and moving forward I don't know make them feel good about we want you and, and things like that but I don't know what about you? Uh, for me Bellinger is just untradeable mm-hmm. um, he can't be replaced I think the Cubs could trade Strowman and get better and still compete for the postseason because really you just lose a starting pitcher which pitches every four or five games where if you lose Bellinger you lose that impact you get every game you lose your guy that can play at first and saves our ass at first every night a return on Strowman um, I'd want a guy who's already at AAA um, starting pitcher and then I'd want a decent bat with a couple of years of control on it is what I'd want for Strowman if we do lose someone it's probably going to be Strowman because they haven't said he's off the market yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's made pro- perfectly clear that Bellinger is. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably so still fair. Still listen. Yeah, I mean, I, well, as you say, we'll find out tonight if, uh, yeah, <laughs> if that's even kind of on the table. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of like if it works out, then fair enough. I mean, I think that you're right, and and I wasn't saying that we should trade Bellinger. That's not what I was kind of saying. I was just saying I'm pretty sure we probably shouldn't have revealed our, our hand a bit uh, in those kind of negotiations just to see what um, what we might uh, have received for him. Uh, I think you're right in terms of Strowman being the most likely candidate because, as you say, <laughs> they haven't categorically stated that he's off the off the table. So, um, and in terms of the kind of, like as you're saying, in terms of what you're actually losing, you are losing a starting pitcher, but it is only ever, you know, you know, once every four or five games. You, you want to keep your 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 guys around that'll be around for a lot longer. But yeah. <clears throat> and in terms of what we would get, I'd love to I'd love to get back for Strowman what you've just you've just asked. I think that uh I did read a thing earlier that uh Bednar from the Pirates was somebody that uh that we were kind of yeah. being linked with. But he's been linked with quite a few uh quite a few guys yeah um, uh, yeah he's a, he's a guy you'd want in he's been absolutely unreal this season with a 1.27 ERA over 42 and two thirds um, he'd be really good 
uh, righty though. Do we really need any more righties? Yeah, like, yeah. um, there's uh, Brent Suter, who we're obviously very familiar with from him causing us never-ending problems with the Brewers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's at the Rockies at the moment, and obviously the Rockies, they're not doing anything, so Brent Suter's going to be on the market. He's a lefty. We need a lefty. That would be nice. Um, other trade options, um, Candelario. Uh, I'm cheeky at it because uh, we've actually got him. So, yeah, I've just deleted about five minutes worth of us talking about what we'd be willing to trade for Candelario because there's no point in you listening to it. So, yeah, cheers. Um, so, looking ahead to um, this week, uh, we've got is it four games against the yep. Reds. And then week three game weekend set against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, what do you see as absolute minimum requirement from from this week? Minimum requirement. We need to win the, the series against the Reds. Um, so we'll take three wins there out of the four. The Braves. To be fair, we probably need to go on a tear like we've done just this past week and I, so I think that we probably um, need to win that series as well and I'll take 2-1 but uh, ultimately it's the it's the Red series that we definitely need to to win and the Braves yeah. if we can pick up one win there great but the, Bra- the Braves have been good so yeah I'm I'm saying um, need to beat the Reds. Just need to take the three games from the Reds, and I just think just need to avoid the sweep from the Braves, and that's an acceptable week. Yeah. Because uh, we we still we still make a game. We'd we'd uh, we'd make a game up. Make a couple of games up on the Reds, and then we might lose one back. Um, with the uh, only taking one from the Braves, but that could be a hell of a lot worse mm-hmm. with it being the Braves. I'd rather lose one back on them than end up losing three. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a really tough series. Uh, but then we've got the Mets straight afterwards, and God knows what they're going to look like um, by the time that comes around. Because it does, it looks like everyone's on a chopping block. Like Verlander might be a cub by then. <laughs> like, you never know. <laughs> quite possibly, quite possibly. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I think that this is going to be a tough week. We're under no illusions that it's going to be tough. Uh, but I do. I, th- I definitely think the minimum is the the win the series against the Reds, and then the Braves. As long as we, as you say, as long as we didn't get swept, then we're in a good position going into the next again week yeah. against the Mets and the Blue Jays. As long as it's a winning week, as long as they come out this week mm. and have made a game, yeah, them, yeah, um, that'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. That's all we've got to cover, really. So enjoy, um, enjoy the series. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, but it's an exciting one, and this is why we're sports fans. Uh, if you're not in the Facebook group, it is uh, UK Cubs fans on Facebook. Um, just request to join. I'll have a look to see if you're real, and then I'll let you in. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's uh, UK Cubs Chris, and I'm Neil H Watson. So yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening, and uh, let's go Cubs. Go Cubs.